to 239-205-3353 to give, and all those funds will go towards hurricane year relief efforts. And you can also give online. When you go give online, there's a drop-down that says hurricane year relief efforts. You can give online. You can text to give. Uh, but first and foremost, Pastor wanted me to remind you to be encouraging, right? Encourage each other. Encourage the community. If you do nothing, step out of your neighborhood and just go talk to people like our sister did. Go pray with people, hug them, and give them hope. There's a lot of opportunities now to give people the hope that they need, especially those people that feel like they lost everything. Materialistically speaking, they did maybe, but they still have hope in Christ. And we need to make that hope known. Amen? Amen. So that's a great opportunity for us to do that this week. And again, this is going to be a long-term effort. Um, also, if you have any needs personally, maybe some of you still don't have power, make those needs known to us. We have some resources. Or if you have like a generator you're not using, let us know that you have one. So if a sister or brother in the fellowship needs it, potentially could borrow it. So see me, see any of the elders, uh, any of the leadership of the other service, and let us know. Um, and also, for October, believe it or not, it's October 2nd today, isn't it? In October is Pastor Appreciation. Um, so I know Ian tried to get in the way of that, but we're going to show our pastors that we love them, that we appreciate them throughout the whole month. In your own special way, just words of encouragement, get little gift cards. Uh, a card, anything to show them. I mean, they do so much for especially during this time. There's so much on their shoulders that you don't even see. I've seen it. Um... And they, they really could use some encouragement and appreciation. So make it special this month for uh, Pastor Aaron and Pastor Jeff. Jeff. Oh, I'm the eldest, yeah. <laughs> remember us with pastors too, kind of, sort of. Um, and one also to remind the youth, um, there is a break in the youth program, which is on Tuesday evenings. There's a break for the next two weeks. So the National Open Naples Alliance, if you do, they're going to put you to work and do demolition. So um, I think that's it. And anything else that I might have forgotten or you want a reminder of, just vi uh, visit ccnaples.org. We do our best to update information there. We also texted you, we emailed you, we went on Instagram and Facebook. We're trying to reach as many of you as possible. Just a quick reminder, if um, you have disabled texting, please visit your profile and let us know, hey, I want to be able to get a text from the church. We need to enable the texting uh, capabilities, otherwise you will not get our text. Amen? Lots yeah. of information. Be encouraged. Be the hands and feet of Christ. In Christ still on the throne. Amen? Amen? Thank you. Let's stand and continue worshiping.
Yeah, as we were singing those words, you give and take away. That's hard to sing in the flesh, isn't it? After what, you know, this area and what we're still going through. But we're about to sing a song that's absolutely got to be the heart, the heart of our worship and the heart of our next month and years to come. That Jesus is the way maker. Okay? He is in control. We're going to hear stories of lives that were saved, lives that were spared, and we can use those to point them back to Christ. Okay? That is what we got to do here as a church. we got to be the light in the darkness. What's happening, you know, with Naples Alliance Church, what's happening in our streets, people are complaining, you know, out in the States about not having internet. Guys, we need to say, you are blessed that you are here, that you have electricity, that you even have the devices for internet. Let's point them back to Christ.
feel a little bit like the tour guide. <laughs> Man, that's really loud. So just down a little. Good to see everybody. I'm actually, you know what, I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed that you're all here. Like, just amazing. Wow, that was weird too. Amazing! <laughs> I actually do believe that the power will come on before we finish service today. Just because, you know, yeah. point out here at the devil and oh, say, yeah. you can try, you can try to throw obstacles in our way, but God yeah. makes a way. And here we are. We're not going to let, you know, no power get in the way. Although I do want you to know, I know it's warm in here, so uh, I want you to know that I am going to be sensitive to the time, and I'm, I'm only going to go 60, 70 minutes in time. <laughs> you know that this, uh, this weekend, I wasn't supposed to be here, actually. This weekend was the marriage retreat weekend to remember. <laughs> I was supposed to be at that with my wife right now, enjoying Weekend to Remember. Can I tell you what? This has been a Weekend to Remember. It's not what I wanted to remember necessarily. It's, it's, it's been memorable, um, but it is not what I expected. But guess what? Unexpected things happen all the time, don't they? There is one particular unexpected event in the New Testament that I want to just look at this morning briefly, um, and uh, it's not going to be in 3 John. 3 John is a very short message, and uh, but it's not the message I wanted to share with you guys today. So we'll save 3 John for next week. And, and so I want you to turn in your Bibles with me over into the Gospel of Mark. <coughs> if you need a Bible, uh, <laughs> we apparently we have some here. If you could see them... <laughs> Once you open them up, Mark chapter 4, if you want to turn there, Mark chapter 4 in your Bibles, and you're probably, you're looking at them like, oh man, the storm, okay, um, but just bear with me, um, and before we go ahead and get started, let's go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, we are so thankful to be here today. You are amazing. I thank you, Lord, for answering prayers. I know I prayed many prayers over the last few days. Lord, please spare us. Lord, I thank you for, for answering those prayers. I thank you, Lord, for this place that we could come and we could gather. And Lord, I know, even though it's a little bit hot and it's a little bit stuffy, Lord, it's a beautiful day. And it's not 100 degrees. Thank you, Lord. I ask for your presence today as we are here and we open up your word, Lord. I pray that you would speak to us and encourage us, Lord, that you would lift us up, Lord, as we come together. Thank you, Jesus, and in your name we pray. Amen. Well, all right, I'm going to read uh, chapter 4, verse 35 to 41. Read along with me, if you will. You know this story, and I bet you were expecting some version of this today because of the storm. But again, bear with me, all right? It says in verse 35, On the same day when evening had come, he, he, Jesus said to them, Let us go over to the other side. Now when they had left the multitude, they took him along, along, along in a boat, and he was... Uh, sorry, not as light up here as it normally is. He took along in the boat as he was, and, and other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat, into the boat so that it was already filled. And he, Jesus, was in the stern asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and they said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and he rebuked the wind and he said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. But he said to them, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? Oh my goodness. What an amazing story. And probably every church across the country is looking at some version of this. Here's a big storm and it came up and there was wind and rising seas. And again, especially appropriate for us here because we had wind and rising seas here in this area and it was scary 
I don't know about you, maybe you all were just like sitting home perfectly calm. <laughs> but uh, I had moments throughout the storm um, where um, I was scared. I was scared. There were some moments where, you know, this is what would happen is um, when I was alone and I was praying and I was like, Lord, I trust you that you're going to do this. You know, I trust you to spare me, please, and spare my family and, and protect us all. And then, and, and I was calm and feeling good. And then I would turn on the news to get an update. And they would be like, no, we're not trying to scare you. But here's the worst possible scenario that could happen. And in those moments, I was, let's say, less confident. I like this story because it shows a storm. There's Jesus is with them as he is with us, even in the storm. But he's calm, he's asleep in the boat, and they're freaking out. I mean, there's winds coming, the boat's rocking like this. Water is coming into the boat, and they're looking at, at Jesus going, he doesn't even care, we're going to die, he doesn't care. Somebody wake him up. And I, I, at some point I think, I'm not waking up, you wake him up, I'm not waking up. So, you know, I'm sure Peter goes over and he's like, and they wake him up. And they're like, Lord, do you even care that we're going to perish? Do you even care? <laughs> and Jesus looks at him and goes, why are you so afraid? Uh, why are you so afraid? Don't you know that I'm with you? <laughs> Don't you know that I'm with you? In fact, didn't he right at the beginning say, let us go over. He promised them, we're going to go from here to there. They're in the middle and there's a storm and they're like, oh, we're going to die. We're going to die. And Jesus is like, didn't I tell you we were going over? Don't you know that I'm with you? And so when I was by myself and I was just, it was just me and the Lord, I was good. But when I started looking at the other scared faces on TV uh, and around me and all around and, and the storm itself, you know what I Like, I did not put up my storm shutters. I know, that was not good. That was not smart. Well, listen, it was just a tropical storm that was going to pass by us. Right up until like Tuesday night, and they're like, uh, you know what? It shifted, it's coming right at us. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I don't have any storm shutters up, which uh, was scary, but also made it so that I could see the entire storm the entire time. I do not recommend that. <laughs> do not watch the storm, because look at they they're in the boat, they're watching the storm, and they're freaking out. Even though they've got Jesus in the boat with them, I had Jesus with me the entire time, and I'm looking out at the storm, and I'm like, <laughs> In fact, you know, I don't know if you know this about me, but I have gout. You know what that is? It's like glass in the joints of my toes, right? And when that flares up, it's incredibly painful and almost you can't walk. For me, I've discovered that the flare-ups come as a result of stress. <laughs> Can I tell you? My, my feet hurt yesterday. In fact, this morning, too, I get out of bed and I'm like, oh, man. As Merit Morak said, I'm feeling really good right now. Yeah. <laughs> I was stressed because I was looking at this thing. Oh, man. You know, the disciples were stressed when they were looking at the faces of each other in the storm. When Jesus got up and he calmed the storm and they looked at him and they were like, who is this guy? You know, that's amazing. Like, they had been with him a while by the time they got to this point. He'd been preaching and reaching out to people, and they were with him, and they were like, yeah, you're the man, you're the man. And then he gets in the boat, and he says to the water, be still, and the wind to come, and it does. And they're like, oh, oh, who is this? As much as I love the story, as much as I think it's super appropriate, just like the disciples, the storm has passed. We, we were spared. You're here. We were spared. So the storm actually isn't the thing that I wanted to talk about this morning. What interests me is what happened after the storm. What happened after the storm with the disciples? You know what they did? They went right on doing what they had been doing before the storm. What was that? If you look in the gospel stories, you see that leading up to the storm and then directly after the storm, what they were doing was they were taking Jesus to the people 
And they were introducing them to Jesus. They were feeding them. They were taking care of their needs. So leading up to it, they were taking people to Jesus or introducing them to him and listening to his words. Then the storm hit. He calmed the storm. They did the same thing. They just kept right on doing it. They kept right on. I mean, they were wetter. But they were wiser. Weren't they? Aren't we? We're wetter than we were before. Some of us way wetter. But I'm wiser. So I had to rely on Jesus. I had to. And thankfully, I did enough so that I came out and I said, thank you, Jesus. Right after this stormy boat ride, they ended up on this the shores of the Gadarenes, it says. And they met a guy who was demon-possessed, so demon-possessed that his he, when Jesus asked this guy what his name was, he said, Legion. That means a lot of demons were in possessing this man. So much so that the villagers had asked him to leave and they took him out to like the, the graveyard basically and chained him up to try and keep him from coming into where they were. And he was so strong with this, with this possession that he was able to like break the chains. And he sees Jesus coming out of this boat along the shore and he runs up to Jesus. And Jesus, basically what Jesus does is he says, come out of him. He just speaks to these demons. And, and they're the disciples, and there's Jesus just continuing on in mission. This guy was in a storm. Well, I mean, let's, let's face it. It's not a literal storm. It wasn't raining and winds and everything. But he was in a metaphorical storm in his life for sure. He was possessed. They were taking over his life. There was no calm in his life. And Jesus and the disciples show up, and Jesus calms this man's storm. He continued right along with what they had always been doing. And Jesus calms this man's storm. And then do you know what this guy says to Jesus after he comes to his mind? He says, let me come with you. And you know what Jesus says to this guy? I'm going to read it. In verse 19, chapter 5, he says, Go home to your friends and tell them what great things the Lord has done for you and how he has had compassion on you. He says, take what you know, what you've just seen happen to you, and go out and tell other people how great the Lord is. Yeah, yeah. You're done with your storm now. He says, you are through this storm. It's been calm. Now go out wiser than you were. I can't help but think, and the songs that we just sang, and even the prayers that Dan prayed, and by the way, Dan has no idea what I'm going to say. I almost never do. And he said, now that we've come through the storm, go out. Go out and pray. Go out and help. Go out and talk to, encourage, hold up, love. Tell people how great the Lord is and the great things that he has done for you. That is what we do after the storm. A little wetter and a little wiser. We go out and we do that. Do you know this morning I was reading through um, just my regular devotion that was assigned for today. And it was Psalm 85. And verse 10 says this, and it struck me. It says, mercy and truth have met together. And I thought, man, that is the perfect summation of right now. Mercy and truth have met together right now. That's what we share. The mercy of God and the truth about Jesus. Right now, that's, that's our tool. That's what we have to go. And some people, you might go out and some people, and maybe you've even experienced this already, some people are going to receive it joyfully. And other people are so overwhelmed right now with what they've got going on that they just can't hear. But that doesn't mean that we don't love them and help them as best we can. Imagine, and maybe you're here, and if you're here and your house is flooded and you need help, by all means, please tell us, but we will come and help you. But we were down on Nasty Avenue yesterday, and there are people whose whole houses have been flooded, and they're full of stuff, and they're just standing there, and they don't even know how you can help because they're faced with the idea, like, before I can even start fixing, I have to get everything I own out onto my front yard so that I can start tearing apart the walls and the floors. And they don't even know, and it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming for you to stand in there and be like, I want to help. How can I help? How can I help? What can I do? Can I take this? And they're like, oh, I don't know if I... And they're like, okay. We're going to do that again today, by the way, since I mentioned that. Noon. Naples Alliance Church, lunch, helping. 
There's so much. I can't tell you how many refrigerators and soaking mattresses we carried out of houses. The people just do not know where to begin. We were tearing up floors and tearing out drywall and and and, and some people are overwhelmed, but some people are just like, thank you so much, thank you so much, over and over again, thank you so much. And you're just like, you all know. Do you know what, other, what else struck me in this is that in these two stories, the disciples saw Jesus do something amazing, calm the storms the seas and the, and the wind and they marveled and they were like who is this guy we want to be with this guy I want to go where this guy goes because that's what they did when he cast out the demons and this demon possessed man and calmed his storm he cast those demons into the swine and they ran away the people who owned the swine and the people of the town came out and they saw what Jesus had done the miracles that he'd done in the storm that he'd gone to this man's life and you know what they said would you please go away? Would you go away, please? Two groups witnessed the miracle of Jesus. One group said, we want to be where you are. The other group said, would you please leave us alone and go away, please? I want to be over here. Thank you for Jesus. I want to be hanging on, clinging to Jesus. Amen. That is... My message, gang. I think that Jesus is saying to each of us, your storm has passed. The winds and the waves are calm. Now go and tell what great things the Lord has done. Amen? Lord, I thank you. I thank you so much. For the storm that has passed, Lord, and for the encouragement to now get up and go out a little wetter, but a little wiser. Lord, thank you so much, Lord, for sparing your house here. Lord, that we do not have to tear up our carpets, that we do not have to pull out our drywall. Lord, thank you for sparing us. Now, Lord, use that to remind us to go out and help those who do have to pull up their floors. And you. Help us to lay down our lives right now for the sake of somebody else. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. You know, we're going to do communion today. First of all, it's the first Sunday of the month, which is what we always do, but it seems right. It seems right because he said, look, I'm giving you this cup and this bread so that you will remember my death. He hadn't died yet. He said, so that you will remember my death until you come. In fact, what he says is so that you will proclaim it. Did you know that Jesus is the only one that you can proclaim his death until he comes again? He's basically saying only someone who has died and risen again can you say we're proclaiming his death until he comes back. There's only one person that we can say that about. That's Jesus. That's who we remember when we take communion, when we do it. That's who we will remember today. This is what I want you to do. Is the guys are going to pass out communion. The, the band is going to um, sing a, a song for us, communion song. And I want you to take this time, and I just want you to thank God that he spared your life. Yes. I want you to thank God for everything that he's done. And I want you to ask him to show you how you can go out from this place and go out to those who need help, who need encouragement, who need a word, who need to know how great the Lord God is. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's do that.
I practiced. Text the word Ian to that number and you can text to give. Um, and if you have a need, um, please let us know um, so that we can help you. Um, we did a short message today because, well, we knew it would be warm, but also because we wanted to give you time to fellowship together, to pray with one another, to encourage one another. So just because we're going to say, you know, amen and, and end the service after this last song doesn't mean that you have to get up and go and walk out. You might want to go outside. It is lovely. Or any other part of the building, apparently, is breezier than this room. But don't run away right now. Just stay fellowship and courage. Be lifted up. Let somebody know I'm really discouraged so that we can pray for you or hold you up. Uh, if, if you have something specific that you need prayer for, come in, come up front and, and um, prayer partners are here to pray with you. And, um, and also, you can always write them down and you can put them in the offering box as well. Go online, put on prayer requests online if you have internet. We don't here, but eventually they'll come back and then we'll be able to do that as well. Um, I, I just can't help but feel joyfully grateful for what the Lord has done and see it as so many opportunities now available to speak about how awesome the Lord is. Let's pray. We're going to sing a song and then, you know, hang around. Lord, thank you again so much. Lord, thank you for being true to your word, that you are mightier than the noise of many waters. Lord, I pray for those who lost so much. I pray for those who feel completely overwhelmed by their world right now. I pray that it would be through these times, Lord, that they would begin to recognize you. And Lord, that we might be able to speak to them about your son, Jesus. Use us in this time. We thank you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Let's all stand up. Let's sing this last song. It's an old favorite. You all know it. Feel free to dance around. I know I don't have to tell Kathleen, but everybody else. <laughs>
Thank you for joining us today. Have a wonderful day.